Courage with VN King. My next guest is going to share her courage about not letting her dreams die. I want you to meet a three-time Canadian Gospel Music Award nominee. She has a reputation for her smooth, passionate vocals. She is a vocal coach, actually, and a performer, and uh, she's also been a judge at a prominent um, singing competition here in Alberta. Your song Trust was picked up and played internationally. Mm -hmm. uh, you made the top t uh, 100 list uh, for the, the, the song um, My Favorite Things. And in 2017, two of your Christmas songs, Christ is Christmas mm -hmm. and Christmas Snow, uh, was um, played in like 49 radio stations across Canada yes. and it's got uh, over 70,000 views. Yes. Welcome wow. my guest, Tamara Boyce. Wow, you are so accomplished and I want to uh, congratulate you on all of your success. Oh, so you really uh, have uh, got a lot going on for you. You've got this amazing singing career. Uh, as a young child, uh, what were your dreams? Did you always want to be a singer? No. No, really? <laughs> no, not even. Um, when I was growing up, I was actually bullied a lot. Really? Um, I hated going to school. I remember being in grade seven. And I got this solo in the choir. I was so proud of myself. I was singing. <laughs> and I, uh, the popular girls in the back started snickering and making fun of me and laughing and pointing. And uh, afterwards they said, your nostrils flare when you sing. And so I stopped singing. Wow. I didn't sing until probably, I think I, was, I became a closet singer and just sang in church. And it was people who I'd be leading worship and are in behind them, or I'd be singing behind them, just worshiping God. And somebody would turn around and go, was that you singing? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you've got a beautiful voice. And I remember thinking, and so gradually I started realizing that I could sing a little bit. And I uh, tried out and auditioned uh, for Bible school for one year. And I had no idea how to read music. Um, but I was the one that the professor said that I had a gift and the most potential. And they always kind of give one scholarship to somebody that they see potential in. And that was me. Uh, so it was, it was, that's when the light went on going, hey, maybe there's more to this. I loved it, but I just didn't think anything would come from it. Hmm. Wow. That's great. I want to talk about your journey to success. So from that child who you felt like, oh, I, d I couldn't sing or I didn't look the part or... So in your journey, has there been something that you faced that was out of your control that made you think that your dreams were not possible? I think growing up, I didn't have a lot of dreams. Um, there was, I mean, there was a lot of challenges growing up. And so you turn to believe that you weren't going to really amount to anything anyway. Hmm. My dream was just to go to school at that point and to try to get out of the town. Because maybe there I'd be liked. Maybe there I'll find some friends. Maybe there I'll be able to figure things out. Hmm. Um, in the meantime, when I was a teenager, I had an, a, a life-changing experience with God where I realized how real he was. And so I thought, well, God loves me. I'm going to go to Bible school. Um, uh, met my husband, got married, had my son, and was still serving in the church and had all these dreams yeah. that, well, I'm going to still serve the Lord and I'm going to still do all these yeah. things, but I'm going to be a parent and do all these things. 
And then when my second child was born, um, everything I knew got thrown upside down. Um, I don't know if many people know, but there's a disease called cystic fibrosis. And uh, my daughter was born with cystic fibrosis. And I remember walking over, I have only 24 hours of giving birth, wow. and seeing her in a tube with things everywhere, and I couldn't touch her anymore. And calling my husband and going, they're taking her away, I don't know what's going on. So my husband came over, we went to the NICU, and we were there for about 21 days. So, oh, wow. so that next year, we spent 98 days at the Children's Stollery Hospital. And our whole world changed. So from me wanting to go change the world and to mm. be this worship leader and to go serve God was now just trying to keep my child alive. Wow. And uh, Tamara, challenges come in all different ways. And uh, we know that the journey to success or journey to your dream or journey of life, there's always going to be something. There's fear, uncertainty, uh, challenges that come out of nowhere that you never expected. Uh, what challenge did you face that surprised you the most? I always thought I was persistent. I mean, growing up the way I did, I had to work hard to get where I was. I had to work very hard um, to be a straight A student. I studied and I studied, I worked hard. But what I found was that I, I became a people pleaser. And, and people-pleasing becomes an undercurrent into so much that you do. It becomes, you don't even realize how much it infiltrates your thought processes. You don't realize how you allow your values, um, your self-esteem with how you, how you look. So in people-pleasing, it became, I didn't realize this, but I had allowed probably the standards that I had watched on TV yeah. Standards on social media, standards from that um, other people were pretending that their lives were perfect. And I had allowed this standard to become my measurement stick as to whether I was successful or not. And so trying to overcome the challenges that we were already dealt, which was yes. dealing with the heartbreak and the anger and the emotions and trying to be that perfect Christian through disappointments through, um, why are my kids suffering? Why are the bills not being paid? Why, I'm not doing anything I want to be doing. And you find that you allow all these things to funnel you into spots that you didn't realize that you got stick, you get stuck yes. into. Yes. And so I had to overcome that. And so that people pleasing became something that, a monster that I had to overcome. And I had to learn how to become transparent. I had to learn how to become real. I had to learn how to be weak and ask for strength and to let my persona yes. go. Because I had worked so hard to protect myself with this persona. Yeah. And when you're a worship leader, you're on stage and you're always just worshiping God. Mm -hmm. Yet on the inside, you're going, I hate myself. And so you talked a little bit about being vulnerable and, and trying to change that uh, people pleasing. I mean, that's hard. Like, how are you over? How did you overcome it? And how are you still overcoming that? That. Um, to be struggle? honest with you, I think my body was burnt out, and it forced me. I, you, it's like I had gone as far as I could, and me trying to keep it all together 
and to keep all the balls up in the air so that nothing was falling that I broke and I hit a wall and realized that I'm done. Getting to the point where when it says, when I am weak, you are strong. And it was to the point where I had no strength left. Yeah. I had honestly used every ounce of strength that I had to try to keep going and to achieve and to keep pushing and to, to become everything that I thought I was supposed to be and to be that perfect Christian, to be the perfect mom, to be the perfect wife. And what I realized, I was nowhere near any of that. <laughs> so I, that was the first thing was coming to the end of myself. Then it was asking for help. I went to counseling. went and had to learn how to peel off my layers. Mm. And then I had to start forgiving mm. um, from kids that were bullying me where I vowed I'd never let that happen again. And having to peel off some of the things that I had never dealt with. Wow. I had never allowed um, myself to feel. Wow. Mm. Um, so Tamara, what has been the biggest life lesson that you've learned through all this journey that if there's somebody watching that is struggling and there's things that are out of their control that's coming against them, like trying to rob their future, trying to stand between them and their dreams and just being happy, whatever it is, what life lesson have you learned in your journey uh, that you can encourage someone else that is watching today? You know, I've learned that I've had to trust God no matter what. I remember thinking, trust God. Okay, how does, what does that look like? Okay. So trust God means I get up every morning and I thank God for my day. I ask that he's the center of my world. I ask him to forgive me for my sins, to use me, and there I go. But it wasn't working. So I'm doing what I was taught, and yet it's not working. And I feel like a loser. Um, I don't want to get out of bed some days. I'm discouraged. My daughter is struggling, my finances are struggling, my dreams are all dead, and I had to learn to start trusting him. And so then it was realizing that trust was choosing to believe beyond what I see. Choosing to believe that he's in the middle of it somehow, some way, and choosing to believe that he loves me, even though I don't feel it. I, I know you're real. Um, I'm not feeling you. I'm not seeing you. I'm going to church on Sundays and I'm not having that life experience that I used to have and I used to feel it more. Um, yet, you're real. So it was trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and he will make your path straight. And I had to realize that it's okay not to understand. It's okay not to see it. It's okay not to feel it, but I'm choosing to trust. That's really that's so powerful and so beautiful and I know that there's so much inspiration and courage uh, encouragement with what you've shared today and I love that uh, this um, lesson that you said is actually tattooed on your arm the trust uh, rest and hope and uh, one of the songs that actually went international was trust mm -hmm. and we're gonna get you to, to sing a little bit of a, a, that song today but if you what was the inspiration behind that song I actually wrote that song um, when my daughter was on the lung transplant list and I hit my absolute wall um, you know, it was at a point where I didn't know what else to do. So it, I'm, the chorus goes, I trust you beyond what I see. Mm. I trust you because you're bigger than me. Yes. I trust you because I know that you're real. Mm. You give me hope in the doubt. Life's a try, it seems to know. When I'm weak. 
just sitting at the piano one day going, I have nothing else. I, I, I'm, I choose to trust you anyways. Thank you, Tamara. That is so beautiful. The, the words that you've spoken today, I am confident that has encouraged someone. You've encouraged me today sitting here. Um, and um, you know, what struggles are you facing today? Um, you know, maybe it's, it's fear. Maybe it's uh, illness. Maybe it's depression. Whatever it is that uh, you are struggling with, please leave us a comment. And I'm also going to leave uh, her contact information in the description of uh, the video. So please contact her. Maybe you uh, would like to uh, have some vocal coaching, right? Uh, totally. you're, um, I'm all here. Yes, definitely. Or you would like to book her for an event that uh, you need uh, a singer or worship leader for your event. Um, so anyway, um, I just want to encourage you to, you too will find courage and strength in some of the things that, uh, Tamara has mentioned and yeah. has expressed her heart as how she has overcome. Um, yeah. so thank you all for watching and have very Merry Christmas. And all that's left to say is, you know what? Not to us, oh Lord, not to us, but to you and your name goes all the honor and glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. Thank you so much for watching until next time. Bye. Bye. She isn't good. Okay. <laughs> Meet three-time Christian Canadian Gospel Music Award. Oh, it's a mouthful for a newfie. <laughs> <laughs> you should say that part. <laughs> because this is a Christmas uh, segment, um, we want to have you sing a, your Christmas song. You can choose whichever one. Maybe I'll get you to sing one. <laughs> This season to be jolly Smell the mistletoe and holly It's my favorite time of the year Just roasting by the fire Jack is nipping at my nose Tiny elves and spin. We've both been to 
Christmas tree lights should have won their lights. Yes, family and friends are all very nice. It's time to Yeah.